Hello and welcome to another episode of Psychosis. I'm your host Mervyn. I hope that you've been having a good week and I hope that this episode finds you in good health. Today we're going to be talking about anxiety and psychosis. So what are the links, if any, between between psychosis and psychotic symptoms and anxiety? I've mentioned in the past and I'll mention it again. I'm not an expert. Um, I'm just a supportive voice for those experiencing psychosis and recovering from psychosis, as well as caregivers and loved ones who may um, struggle with how to best um, support individuals in recovery from psychosis. So with that in mind, let's move on and start talking about anxiety and psychosis. The first thing to mention is if you are having any symptoms of psychosis, you should reach or you should reach out to um, a medical professional immediately. Um, which may inv- which may include um, calling your family doctor and trying to get a, a referral to a psychiatrist, um, but getting immediate treatment is the most important thing in the context of psychosis. There is um, there is an interesting resource online, and I'm I've posted a link to it in the comment section of this podcast um, that explores the question of can anxiety lead to psychosis? And so one of the things that I'll talk about right now is distinguishing between psychosis and anxiety with features of psychosis. So it's a bit of a bit of a mouthful, but Really, what it comes down to is trying to understand whether you're experiencing psychosis proper or anxiety that's so extreme that it manifests in some symptoms of psychosis. And again, this is where it's going to be necessary for a clinician, a fully trained expert to make that distinction for you. But I, I want to I give a bit of an overview of some of the characteristics of both so that you can um, understand that there is the need to make that distinction in some cases. So according to brightquest.com, it is possible for anxiety to lead to psychosis symptoms when a person's anxiety is particularly severe. And as an aside, just thinking about paranoid delusions, for example, they seem like... um, Paranoid delusions seem like a particularly severe form of anxiety. So you would think that there would be... um, you would think that there would be actually quite a lot of overlap between anxiety and psychosis. Uh, But according to the resource that I've referenced, 
However, such an instance of psychosis is different from actual from an actual psychotic disorder in the cause of the disorder as well as the treatment approaches. So it's going to be really important to distinguish between anxiety that leads to psychosis and psychosis proper um, because there's different approaches to how to treat the two um, and the causes of the two are different and remember in either case whether it's anxiety or psychosis in either case urgent treatment for um Psychosis is really critical. There's a there's a narrow window during which you're going to have the most impact from treatment for psychosis, and so getting in to get help right away is key. So let's talk a little bit about anxiety disorder and panic attacks and and essentially when these can lead to psychosis. It is true that anxiety can lead to psychosis. When someone's anxiety disorder is bad enough that they suffer from panic and anxiety attacks, it is possible for them to experience symptoms of psychosis at the exact same time. However, the nature of this experience is different and distinct from from a psychotic disorder, from psychosis. So remember, when we're talking about experiencing symptoms of psychosis, the individual has lost touch with reality in some way. So the individual reality is different from the shared reality of others. It becomes difficult to internally experience the world as it really is, and then perceptions of things that aren't there start to um, disturb the individual's perception of their environment. So hallucinations may occur, either visual, auditory, or other senses. Delusions develop, which are beliefs that aren't based in reality. And paranoia can take delusional beliefs to another level as the person experiences intense fear over perceived threats. Notice the link to anxiety there, particularly in the paranoia. If you think of extreme anxiety as being, in a sense, paranoia, you can imagine how somebody experiencing severe anxiety, this could trigger symptoms of psychosis. But psychosis, according to the resource referenced, can also contribute enormously to a person's greater distress. 
so it could be a vicious cycle. So if the person experiences severe anxiety and this triggers psychosis, that psychosis is terrifying as we've talked about in previous episodes and this could lead to greater anxiety. Uh, especially in the context of somebody perceiving that they're losing control of their mind in the moment. What I want to highlight, though, and what's addressed nicely in the episode, sorry, in the article, featured in brightquest.com, is that unlike a disorder of psychosis, the symptoms of psychosis related to anxiety are not provoked by an original psychotic disorder. And when the anxiety is reduced, the psychosis will go away. So treatment that's implicated for Psychotic disorders such as brief psychotic disorder, schizophrenia, delusional disorder, uh, schizoaffective disorder, and others. The treatment that's implicated um, for true psychosis is antipsychotic medications. Um, but clearly, if you're experiencing anxiety, This type of treatment is not appropriate for psychosis uh, induced by an anxiety disorder, according to the article that I've referenced. Because of this, because in this case, the symptoms of psychosis were triggered by an overwhelming episode of, of anxiety, and so the Appropriate treatment, including medications, should target the anxiety itself. Also, for anxiety, for psychotic disorders, as well as for anxiety disorders with psychotic features, Individual psychotherapy is recommended to help individuals manage stress and develop healthy coping strategies for anxiety. The article emphasizes that because there's differing treatments depending on the causes and the and the diagnosis an accurate diagnosis is absolutely critical. That's because the wrong diagnosis could lead to unnecessary treatment, it could lead to a delay in the recovery, or the condition could significantly worsen if the, if the treat, wrong treatment is applied. That's why, and starting from the beginning of this episode, I've talked about, and the article talks about, the importance, if you have someone that you know who's experienced symptoms of psychosis, it's important to get clinical attention right away.
to summarize, anxiety disorders and psychosis are both very serious mental conditions and they're distressing. If you don't treat them properly, the risks increase for co-occurring substance use disorders as well as suicidal thoughts and attempts, uh, problems with employment and other kinds of harm. Severe anxiety on its own calls for long-term treatment, let alone with the compounding challenges of psychosis. In such cases, the need for expert care and rehabilitation is urgent. In comprehensive treatment settings, patients, clients receive complete and continuing assessments as well as an individualized treatment plan that take into account all the concerns and personal considerations and all the issues that occur. Over time, clinicians can help clients to address the root cause of their distress beyond the psychotic symptoms and to get to get at the stress that could be driving the anxiety with the psychotic features or the psychosis. BrightQuest, as referenced in this episode, is a long-term residential treatment program for people struggling with mental health disorders, as well as co-occurring substance use disorders. They run a renowned San Diego area program, and if you're in that area, you can contact them, and they can let you know how they can help you or your loved one to begin your journey toward recovery. I'll just mention they also have um, a site in the Nashville area and there's a toll-free number that you can call to get help. It's 888-641-4115. I should mention I haven't personally used this resource and so I can't directly vouch for its efficacy but I can say that um, because of the importance of getting early and quick help when experiencing either anxiety or psychosis it would be very useful for you if the need arises and you're in that area that you reach out and get help and get immediate clinical attention Well, that's it for today. I hope you've learned something and I hope that there's been something helpful in this episode for you. If you have any comments or anything that you'd like to hear discussed on this show, please send me an email to psychosisepisode at gmail.com. Again, that's psychosisepisode at gmail.com. And if you need that 
email address again. You can find it in the comment section of this podcast. Again, also, if you want more information on the link between anxiety and psychosis, there's, um, I've posted the link to brightquest.com that I've, to the article on that website that I've been describing today. Also, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can use my email address and send me any questions that you may have or any comments. I'd love to hear from you. And that's it. I hope that you would be well, and I wish you all the best.